Welcome to another episode with the aunties. We are so glad that you are back with us again. And we have um, some awesome stuff in store for you. So today, what we are going to talk about, we're going to talk about some things that we have learned that we've had to unlearn as adults. Mm. Goodbye. Let's go. So I hope you all are in for the ride. Um, All right. Who wants to kick us off? Well, I think before we get there as like a warm up. Yeah. Because people are still learning and getting to know who the aunties are. This is true. I feel like we should tell some quintessential auntie moments between us. Mm. Like what are the moments that we're sitting around Corinne's couch, Candace's house, Uh, laughing, retelling these stories. <laughs> exactly, because you're already thinking of some. No, I'm not. Oh, what was that laugh then? Because I know this was going to be about me. Why yeah. you think it's going to be about you? Why it always got to be about you, No, it ain't got to be about me. I would rather it not. <laughs> but I know y'all jokers. <laughs> Your Memphis is showing. Remember when you and, didn't? And remember when you didn't know how to use the bidet in Italy? I did know how to use the bidet in Italy. The button didn't work when I pushed. Y'all. It worked for everybody else. Uh, well, it, I proved to you that it didn't work when no, I pushed it no, three times. And you, no, you when pressed I pushed it once it, when and I pushed it worked. It the fourth time. No, you pressed it once it and it worked. worked. I knew, how, and that, and the one in your room was different than the one. That was in my room. But the one every, that was in my room, I used just fine. Everybody knew how I to work didn't, it. I didn't. It, it don't, mm. There are other things so, everybody else don't so know that I know. Just for context. Say. Wait, wait. Just for context. Uh-huh. So for the last few years. See? For the last Jokers. few years. All of us except Melinda, because she does this beautiful tour um, at the same time. We've taken a girl's trip because Candace's birthday and my birthday are just a few days apart. And so we've taken a few trips last year, or sorry, 2021 was Jamaica, 2022 was Italy. Mm-hmm. And so we're talking about being in Italy mm-hmm. and these were beautiful rooms. And of course- Sarah, being, you doing too much setup, Chad. I'm just saying, we got to be people the, need to know. Because not everybody were knows. beautiful rooms. They were yes, beautiful they rooms. Were. Well, what's that? <laughs> Why is that? Because <laughs> she knows she's about to be in the hot seat. That's why she's getting ready. These two always fight. They don't tell the whole truth. Okay, go ahead. Just so we're clear, Sarah and Sharon fight often. For no reason they fight. They were beautiful rooms. Go ahead, finish Sarah. Okay. It's always me. Like if someone else was saying the story, there would have been no interruption. You don't know. But that's because of your history. You do come for Sharon quite often. And Sharon comes for you. Right. Okay. More than anybody else in the group. Yeah. Yeah. So of course, more so in Europe than we see here in the States, hotel rooms have bidets. And And they have handicap strings. And handicap strings. No. First of all, I'm just glad I'm here. I'm 
to 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 include the details that they're leaving. This is not what this podcast is about. Finish this story about this bidet. Because what you didn't know was I was gonna segue to what you say, Sarah. Are you gonna finish the story or not? So these bathrooms have bidets in them. I'm from the south. I'm gonna be the first to say I've never used a bidet before. I was like, neither have I. But I did use the first one properly. Maybe I just go over here and hold this thing (sighs) and so we're all exploring our rooms and these beautiful tools used to have uh, proper cleanliness and (laughs) we discover I think we were at breakfast were we and Sharon was talking about uh, how her button didn't work and we were like, what you mean it don't work? No, how the button in the second room didn't work. Mm-mm. Sorry, let her finish. Keep going. She, let keep Sarah. going, keep going, Sarah. Your time will she come. Needs, okay. Your time okay. on the floor will come. Right. So we were like, what you, what you mean it don't work? And she's explaining to us. And everyone's confused because everyone had seen the bathroom in question. And we were like, what were you, what were you trying to do, Sharon? And she was kept explaining to us so much so that we had to have an in-person demonstration that turned into Sharon, who's about five feet tall. Proudly. Probably. She said proudly. No, because I thought you said probably. I she said probably. I was was like, like, do you want me to say 4'11"? Anyway. Sharon is five feet tall. Corinne is approximately what? Five, five, I'm five, five, six? five, five, six. Yeah. Sharon had pinned she Corinne had me with her left arm to the wall. So Corinne's straddling the toilet. Corinne, uh, Sharon had Corinne pinned to the wall and with the other hand had the bidet wand. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hold her back. Oh, my bad. Hold her back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not going to say anything. <clears throat> And she with the, the other sprayer. hand, the sprayer threatening Corinne's life, trying to say it don't work. And then I said, press the button, Sharon. She said it don't work. I said, press the button. She presses it and water comes out. So it did work. And we were like, like we all had assumed. Okay. Um, I have a couple questions. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Seeing as though you guys went to my bucket list. Oh, Here we go. With without me oh, knowing full go. well that I was on a tour. Oh, right. Um, but well, you know. So my first time. question would be why was Corinne pinned against the wall? <laughs> that like, is a lovely question. Because I don't know how I got that, there. She got angry. What brought that up? And why was she angry? She don't like to be wrong. I'm low-key convinced that Crime Mob wrote Nuck of You Buck about Sharon. About Sharon. So, I'm low-key convinced so they all went Sharon's to Sharon's Memphis came out. Oh, Sharon's God. Memphis Because you guys out. were telling her that she didn't know what she was doing. Correct. Okay. She didn't like that. And she didn't like it. And so she pinned you against the wall. Yeah, so with much. The bidet wand in, in her one hand. hand and the other one at my throat, up okay. underneath my neck, her other arm. Yeah. Hmm. All righty. And then, Sharon, if I may ask you, what was your desired result in mm-hmm. that moment? That's good to With know. your, you know. <laughs> I feel like I'm moments away from it. <laughs> With your arm first, I would like her. to say that I give God praise <laughs> because this has been an excellent example that the fruit of the spirit that is self-control is growing in me because y'all asked me to be quiet and wait and talk. And I did that. That was hard. That's the first time you've ever done that, Sharon. I'm proud of you. That's great. Growth. 
we, right. we help each other grow. All right, minutes for sharing. Go okay. for it. Yeah, you know. Okay, it's all you know. Um, second, I would like to say, you're right. That was my first time using a bidet in my room when I used it properly, and I figured it out. There was a different bidet in the other room okay. with the spray wand, and I pressed that button three times, and it didn't work when I pressed it. Okay. The fourth time that I pressed it. In the presence of witnesses, it actually worked. So when I pinned Karen, there wasn't really a point. It was just an expression of the emotion that I was feeling. What was that emotion? When somebody is coming for me, then I come for them. I wasn't coming for you. Yes, you were correct. Oh, I said you it coming worked. From you, Sharon. Said, you said it don't. It does work. And I and, said, and it I did. Said, and I said, and, and you I pressed said, it, and it did. And I said, what did I say? The first three times I pressed it, it didn't work. And you pressed it in so in company the fourth time. The, the fourth time, it's the detail that was missing. Okay, that's all. What did you do but, differently? But also for the people that do not know me, I am not violent. Okay, I'm not a violent person. Excuse me. Excuse me. You, you had your time. No. Nope, yeah, nope, she got the nope, force mm -mm. Reclaiming my time. Yeah. Um, I'm not violent. I can sometimes express aggressiveness, and you know, yes. And does that? sometimes come across in a violent Some way. Sometimes it might come across in a way that might seem to be violent. So that means okay. you are I'm not a violent person. Not sometimes. a violent sometimes, person. Sometimes sometimes, sometimes violence violent. Situationally it's but the not, situation. But not like true violence. No, no, these no, people she ain't think fighting. I've never been in jail y'all okay. Alright. I'm not oh, violent. No, I nobody. Know, it's like no. playful. Yeah, no, it's playful. It's a okay. playful. Yes, sometimes fight. I can be playfully. Yeah, she's definitely the one to tackle somebody. No, in the it's group. just like you know. I'm when she says she doesn't snore, but she snores. All my life, I had to fight. <laughs> It's like exactly when you say you don't snore, but then you snore. Oh, so it's like yeah. you're not violent. No, 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 Detail. What is Sharon? Say? Did you or did you not say? I can hear myself sleep. And I know, and I know if I snore or not. I do. I can hear myself snoring while I'm asleep. Okay. So you just said you. So let's. Okay. Oh God. Let me. May I? <laughs> may I? Um, oh God. <laughs> may I um, ask some more questions on this? Yeah, Sharon? we are not about to spend this whole podcast talking about this. We're not, but let, can we just clarify? Because we don't have time to get none of the rest of y'all jokers. We, okay. <laughs> let me just... Okay. All right. Sarah, Sharon. Sharon. Okay. So how come when Sarah Let's, told you that you snored that one night when you guys shared a room, mm -hmm. how come you were so surprised? And you said I Because did. I don't snore all the time. Okay. So, and it wasn't possible that's, that's that you why. may have snored then? No, I know I snored then because she played the recording. But then you said, so I know recording. I don't snore. I don't snore. When I say I don't snore, I mean I do not snore on the recording. You are not. You've been there. You play that recording. They, they okay, see. there will be no playing. They're going to see okay. there's no recording. <laughs> they're going to see. But let's so they're so going to so see so that so you're what? violent, but you're not a violent let's person. Let's talk through. I am not. Yep. Yeah. 
let's just cause let's just talk through what happened. So basically, um, Sarah said that you kept her up because you snored. You said that you don't She's, snore. Okay, just let's just. I just want to know. So, I know I kept let's her. Just, if she didn't keep me up, how could I record? Yeah, so you may have woken up to go use the bathroom. Okay, there okay. Things could have happened. Here she goes making up, up the scenarios. Hold on. Hold on. To fit I mean, the story. but because because she just asked the question. <laughs> if if she didn't wake me up, then how did I record no, it? Keep okay. me up. Okay, so let's just. It's a bunch of ways. Okay, so let's do that self-control thing again, and okay. I'm gonna finish this. We'll try. Question. Okay, so basically, Sarah says you kept her up. With the snoring, and you said you don't snore, and she was trying to tell you that she had recorded evidence of your snoring, and you said, "I know I don't snore because I can hear myself while I'm sleeping." I said is that, that no, for no, uh-uh. that is that is exactly what happened. That is exactly what happened. Well, and you said it again. So for on Instagram. I know that so I if said I can that go, I can hear myself while I'm snoring, but why? I didn't know what happened in that order. Do you, okay, so this is what I'm. Saying. If I could just pull the room, Candace, <sighs> can you hear yourself when you're asleep? I cannot. Corinne, are you able to hear yourself Not while possi- sleeping? Not possible. No. Mm-hmm. Sarah, can you hear yourself while you're sleeping? Uh. Uh-uh. I also cannot hear myself while I'm sleeping. Mm-hmm. So would you be able to teach us mm. how we might? That is the way that I express myself and I'm going to continue <laughs> to say that sentence. So when I... Sarah, first of all, first of all, Sarah, I need for you to bring down this laughter so I can finish my sentence. When I say I can hear myself while I'm sleeping, that's what I mean. And if you don't know what I mean, then keep listening no, to figure it out. That's what we're asking. What we're do you asking, mean? Teach us. I can I hear myself when I'm snoring. <laughs> then I wake up. Okay. Oh, so you're saying your snore wakes you up. What I'm saying the, is the what snore I that you say don't do. The snore that you don't do wakes you up. Wakes you I up. don't <laughs> snore every all the time. Okay. This you know I what? know. I only snore if I am sick, which I was at this point because I oh. started getting sick in Italy. So you do snore. So you do snore when I get sick. So I wonder, and I, I can hear it if this um, while I'm sleeping. Okay. Sometimes. <laughs> Because if apparently, you guys could see Sharon's body this time, language. I did it. Lots video of, of this right now. Hundred uh, percent. Oh, perfect. Hundred percent. Thank you. I've heard explaining this because I. Yeah. Hundred percent. Go back and watch the video, you all. We'll have to find that in the archives. And, and what I'm that. saying, I know that there's somebody out there that understands exactly what I'm saying and, and what if, I mean. If and if you, you do, do, please let I us know. The, I think you need more accurate. A more accurate description. More accurate verbiage. Because what you're describing mm-hmm. versus what actually happens are not the same thing. Right. Maybe. And you keep contradicting yourself. Normally, normally people cannot hear themselves while they're asleep. Mm-hmm. So I know that's normal. What I'm saying uh, is mm-hmm. I know that I wasn't speaking literally, but I was speaking. Oh. I know that. Okay. Okay. <laughs> what time I'm, out there, Sarah, speak? <laughs> okay. So that wasn't literal. Speak. So what was it? It's the way that I talk. 
talk sometimes when I say things. You got to know what I mean. What okay? did you mean? So what, what we're trying I to figure out what you meant. Sometimes when I'm asleep, I hear myself sleeping. Also known as, <laughs> oh, so you, I mean, I hear myself snoring. Also known as, oh, so you woke yourself up or you're snoring. Same thing. Okay. Yes. Oh, so you're saying. Same thing. So what you were saying was, I wake myself up when I snore. What I was saying is so what since I, said, I didn't, That's how y'all want to say it, but and no, that's I, fine. But you're saying since you didn't wake up... I don't have to follow the rules of English. Not Sharon, can snoring? I give you an exact, an exact verbatim of what you said? Yes. When? When More. we were at breakfast, yes. you, Sarah, I don't and I, snore. we were at breakfast. And then I said, when Sarah I do snore, said, I can hear myself. Sarah said, you snored last night. You said, no, I don't, because I can hear myself. <laughs> when I sleep, <laughs> I didn't snore last night. Okay. <laughs> Literally. So, okay. So we just misunderstood you because you were using literal terms. Non-literal. Non-literal, non-literal but not. terms. And then you okay. said the same thing when we came back to so America. I'm, okay. I'm, I think this is a great segue for this particular <laughs> podcast. Mm. What would you like to unlearn from Ooh. that situation? <laughs> I already have learned I'm stuck. A burn. or something. You're right, Can. That is what happened. That was me being stubborn because I was convinced that I do not snore. And that's because I do not snore all the time. But apparently I do snore sometimes. And I do believe that I can hear myself while I'm sleeping when I'm snoring. <laughs> but apparently I can't hear myself while I'm sleeping when I'm snoring. I mean, oh, I'm snoring. Wait, I mean, okay, wait, wait. Apparently I can't hear myself all the time. But you just said, I do believe. No, no, no. Wait. So, okay, she's had this revelation. Okay. Now, I before now, I just no, always feel like I have to defend but myself can now. You, no, no, no. But figure out now that this. you've had this revelation, can you say the sentence, yes, I snore? Yes, I snore sometimes. Okay, that's good. Yeah, that's, that's, that's good. That's great. That's progress. Okay. Yes. We talking about growth. So, um, apparently, we're only going to talk about the shenanigans of Sharon on no, this episode. No, we done. We done. We I done. know. I said apparently we are. Uh-huh. It's fine. You're welcome. We can talk about Corinne's Michael Jackson shoes. Oh. We sure can. <laughs> but that's all we got to say is she wore white socks and black shoes. That's true. That's it. That's it. Lighting up the streets of Tuscany. I, I knew what I was like doing. But, 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 but it was. Everybody. Everybody deserves yeah. a Billie Jean moment. She said that she, she wanted did. she didn't want her ankles to be cold, and <laughs> yeah, and they weren't. She said it's too cold out there. I can't have these so ankles dumb. getting cold. <laughs> so dumb. I and it's like I wore it, and I knew y'all was gonna ride on me. I just knew it was gonna be a situation. Yeah. And yet, you did it anyway. I did it anyway. Mm-hmm. But this is what we do. So, we keep uh, each other. It humble. looks like maybe a lot of us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Maybe could unlearn a little stubbornness. Yeah, I, mm-hmm. yeah, I could. Mm-hmm. I can unlearn 100%. a lot of stubbornness. Yeah. If you can't tell from the past fifteen minutes, I mean, Ooh. I'm very Ooh. stubborn. Mm-hmm. 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 Yo. Sorry, we said Corinne, and then I was like, remember that time she was on the escalator? Oh, oh Sarah. Oh. Oh. You lousy. The way I have that bookmarked so that I can go back when I need to laugh. That's a great video. I think you don't need to comment Melinda like that. We will share it on our Instagram. We will, we will share, share it on account. our Instagram. I'm going to delete it off my page before y'all do. We all have it saved on our yeah, phones. 100%. Well, 100%. I don't know who, who you think we are. I don't think that video is that funny. I was very tired. I was just traveling all over the country. Uh huh. So and then what happened? For our, wait, I wait. missed a step. For our listeners, yeah. my luggage. I didn't fall. The you luggage know. fell. I didn't fall. Well. I'm a thug. There she go. For there she go. For our listeners, yeah. let's set up the scene. Let's set up the scene. 
You know when you're at the airport and you approach the escalator. <laughs> I don't think it's that funny. When you approach it with luggage. And there's a sign that says, what does the sign say? I don't know what the sign says. The sign definitely says, you know, don't don't go up here with strollers. Don't go up here with rollers. Like there is a sign. But it doesn't that. say don't take roller bo- roller suitcases. Everybody I takes roller suitcases. They, sorry, yeah. I'm sorry, I misspoke. I feel like you had some kind of warning though about the luggage. no. The warning were the the airport staff saying, "Hey, you should probably take the elevator. You've got oh, a lot yeah. of stuff." That was the warning. It wasn't. You, the had, you had a lot. You had. You yeah, were I was working carrying, with an artist. Yeah. You were carrying merchandise. You were carrying like luggage. equipment cases, all that yeah. stuff. And I was, I literally had just come from out of the country. We we're in the middle of the tour, went out of the country for something, came back, had a show that night. So everyone was delusional. Yes. And they said, hey, why don't you take the elevator with all the stuff? I was like, I got it. Right. It was, I was too confident. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. That's where the stubbornness is. I hear coming. that. Mm-hmm. And, uh-huh. uh, and you then know what happened? I got I got to the escalator and just started just loading the stuff on each step. Yeah. And one of the wheels didn't make it onto the full step of the escalator and right. it just fell flat and it you know how like the escalator it goes flat and then it like brings it a step just, up. It just kept going like yeah. it just kept falling back and I, I feel like you went with it a little no, bit. No, I didn't. I started laughing, so I walked away because no. I didn't know what to do. She, and the no, luggage I was trying to grab, no, no, no. Trying to grab there it. There's a moment where Corinne looks back. Cause she like, knows that people are waiting. And on I didn't her. know what to she do. She looks back at the group, like, "Help me!" And right. they but were they're all recording. Laughing. They're all recording. Yeah. And then you just saw separate pieces of luggage yeah. going Go on its up own. the escalator by themselves. <laughs> by themselves. And then I'm yelling at the people up ahead. Thankfully, we were going up and not down, because then someone would have been hurt. But um, I was just like, "Grab that equipment case for me," because the people up ahead didn't know. But then I just looked over at the uh, airport staff that told me to take the elevator. And they said, we told you you should have taken that elevator. And they didn't come to help me or anything. I had to fend for myself on that. I feel like everybody knew because there were multiple cameras out. It was so fast. All those cameras came out. It was different angles. Before you even got to the escalator, which... Because they knew that they people knew. knew she should have they knew. taken the struggling. elevator. So stubbornness. That seems to be a theme. But I would also say that with that stubbornness that um, took me a while to even realize that I had battle with that, um, that the stubbornness comes from. This is something that, oh, I'm sorry. Are we still telling funny stories? No, 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 no. no, 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 no this on. is good. Story. It, it did take no, a while, really y'all. Good. No, I get that. Good. Y'all at least, y'all met me at the point in my life in our friendship where it takes me a while to admit that I'm being stubborn, but before I wouldn't even admit that I was stubborn. Got it. So God bless it. Mm. It's good. Hallelujah. We're so Thank proud you. of you, Sharon. But with that stubbornness, um, something I had to unlearn as an adult is feeling like I have to do it all mm. and carry it all. Yeah. So it's like, like, and, and part of that, I know we, <laughs> I'm sorry. I know that we joke about the stubbornness, but part of me, like, not letting go of, like, no, that is not what happened. Right. That is not yeah. what I said mm-hmm. comes from that feeling like I have to carry it all. I have mm-hmm. to do it all. Yes. I have to prove my point. I have to stand my ground. You're not going to run over me because I'm five feet tall, mm-hmm. you know, like all of that. But I really had to unlearn that I actually don't have to do it all. Mm-hmm. I don't have to carry it all. I don't have to carry the entire community, the entire family, mm-hmm. the entire group, the yeah. 
entire church, the entire like mm. whatever mm. on my back. It's actually not my job. God didn't create me to do that. Mm. Right. He created me to work. Yes. Mm. But he did not create me to do it all and carry it all because mm. that's who he is. Mm. But I've had to unlearn that. And I feel like that's something that's embedded in our culture because we have had to do a lot more than we were ever created to do um, in a way that that we weren't created to do it. And I believe that we have taken that on um, just in our black culture, like Mm. especially as black women feeling like if there's an issue, if there's a problem, then we have to fix it because if we don't fix it, nobody's going to do it. And I do feel like that we do have to address problems and things that do need to be addressed and to work toward, fixing or mending situations, but it doesn't have to be everything. We are not created to work ourselves to the bone and feel like we have to earn the right to rest. Mm. And I had to unlearn that Mm. as an adult. I don't have to earn rest. Actually, rest is a gift that I get to accept. And black women are not created to work so everybody else can rest. Sheesh. Come on. And, mm, mm. <laughs> I had a question, but then that last sentence was like yeah. waves. Do do we all get that like when you when you drop a ball, do we all get that like sinking, shameful, guilty, gut check feeling? It's like, oh my God, I dropped the ball. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 1000%. And forget about the other 200 balls you're juggling. Right. But that one, mm, the one is on yeah. the ground. The one, and yeah. if you'll yeah. mull and over that one ball, right. even though you're carrying 200 like, other things. Yeah. Why did I drop that ball? Yeah. yeah. Dang. Yeah. And others will look at that one ball that you dropped and not acknowledge the 200. The 200 that in the air. You, that you successfully carried and mm. made the goal. But even the others, we do that. Like, we, oh, we do it to ourselves. We, we do it to ourselves. Sometimes yeah. people don't notice the ball I dropped. I'm the one that notices yep. it and puts the shame on myself. Yep. And yeah, that's carries it. Carries the guilt of it when at the end of the day, mm. Mm. The other things that I've carried up to that point cover it in multitudes. But my brain can't see that in the moment. My brain sees failure. Mm -hmm. My brain doesn't notice that maybe I shouldn't have been carrying that ball to begin with. Mm. Like my brain doesn't get any of that in Mm -hmm. that moment. It just sees you failed Mm. and you got to fix it. Mm. And it's on you. Mm. Part of it's being a black woman. Part of it's being a single woman. Yeah. Part of it's being a woman. Yep. Part of, like we carry, we yep. carry mm-hmm. things, and sometimes we have to. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, mm-hmm. especially as single women, we have to carry some things mm-hmm. that aren't meant for us to carry on our yes. own. But we just, we just have to. Yeah. So part of it is us carrying some things that we we shouldn't have to carry, and so when it drops, it just feels that more, that much more devastating. That yeah. like, oh, man. Yeah, I can't even do this. You know what, like, just drives the knife in deeper for me with that Mm. is I've gotten before the, but you're a strong, independent woman, (laughs) Uh like, like 
do you even need a man? Like that whole thing. Oh. Like, how are you going to submit? Legit. Someone asked me, how are you going to submit to a husband? Like if you were ever to get married and Goodness. I'm like, as we all roll our eyes. I know. Like ninny. first of all, <laughs> you ninny. You ninny. First of all, I think what people miss about the strong, the strength, the ability to carry all of it, just because we can carry it all doesn't mean we want to carry it all. Mm-hmm. And I long for a, like, which is why I love this relationship that we have with each other, because it's a safe space to dump the burden. And what I long for in hopefully relationship with a man one day is having a safe person to help carry the load and not just assume because I can carry it all I want to. Yeah. And you're carrying it all out of necessity. Yeah. Right. Necessity. It's, it's I didn't wake up one day yeah. okay. and say, I want to be in charge of putting air in my tires and oil changes. I need to get right. an oil change. But like. Oh, I do too. <laughs> me too. The whole table. I just got mine done. I'm good. <laughs> but like, I didn't wake up one day and say, I want to do that. Yep. Yeah. It's necessity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Mm. So then, Melinda, what I'm hearing and what you're saying is. We need to learn how to have grace for ourselves. Yeah. And with ourselves. And unlearn trying to do it all. Yep. Unlearn not going to someone else and sharing that load. I think it's very easy for me to think like, oh, Candace has got a lot to carry. So I'm not going to put anything mm. extra mm-hmm. on her. Like mm-hmm. I, I see us caring so much Mm -hmm. and I don't think about what it would look like if we shared the load as opposed to me just Mm. being like let me just let me just keep this Mm. I also think there's in terms of unlearning it like no one can put a load on me that I'm not accepting and so I've gotten to the place in the last couple years where Mm. I I find myself whether I'm overwhelmed with something I'm like wait why did I I'm the one like I'm I'm the one agreeing to do x y and z or take on this responsibility yep why? Yep. Mm. So let me figure out the why behind that. Yes. Break up with that. Yeah. And I'll find a new way to go forward. Okay, ma'am, 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 ma'am. ma'am, ma'am. ma'am. Okay. And so mm. now for me, you know, I think like there's things, whether it's work, personal, just all the obligations when people ask you to do something. Um, but especially when it comes to work, because I think at work, especially, I think the black women, in my experience, we do it all and we take it all on and if we see a gap we're the first ones to be like let me go fill that and yeah. fix it yeah and so yeah I've just I'm still excellent at what I do mm-hmm. I know who I am I know who God who God has called me to be mm-hmm. I take pride in my work but I'm not going to do someone else's job Ooh. for them well well, well. okay ma'am <laughs> let me catch my all breath right. <coughs> and I think that goes back to Sharon's point like why like that's someone else's job. Just because I see it needs to be done mm-hmm. doesn't mean I have to take responsibility for it. I'm in charge of what I'm stewarding, what's on my plate. Yeah. Just because I see it all yep. and think I can do it all, which I can't, mm-hmm. doesn't mean it, doesn't mean I have to. Yeah. But I am in charge of what's of, of my load. I am in charge of what's on my plate. Mm. And I get to say no. Mm. But even with mm-hmm. that, like I'm trying to follow the thought through. Because I've literally said on an annual review before, like reviewing myself, the sentence, I feel like the cleanup woman here. And I'm trying to follow the thought through, then why? And I think there's also a shame for me in 
calling out and up the other person who's supposed to be there to help mm. or like if someone's there not helping or is in the specific case of work like why haven't I said something before why didn't I put my hand up before oh, I was not facing the mic sorry y'all um <clears throat> why didn't I call this out before but there was like a shame like oh no let me protect let me hide that person away let me make sure they're good and I'll just hurt instead of mm-hmm. instead of calling it out yep. yeah like I'd rather hurt myself yeah Jeez. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's Sarah. That's, <laughs> that's right. deep. Do we but you got to go back to the why. <laughs> like, like, okay. You you do need to chase down the root of why yeah. you do that because mm-hmm. yeah. there is something there yeah. that has told you. Yeah. I function. This is the way I need to function in life mm. or at work. Mm. So you've got to go back to the root of that and see is Lord. that true or not. Lord. And sometimes mine is actual pride. Mine mm. is like I can do this better. So I'll just go ahead and do it. Or I won't take the time to teach somebody else. They're going to take their time with it. They're going to be slower. I'll just do it, get it done, and we can move on. Mm. And so there there are areas for me where I am having to unlearn just the pridefulness of, I got this. I'll mm. just do it. Mm. So I, I think there it could come from shame and it could come from pride. I think there are... Two sides to that coin for sure. I think for me, I'm unlearning. I think as a Christian, I, you know, I became a Christian in in college um, a lot later than some. And so I, as I was reading the gospels and, you know, as you're in church, there's this idea of of humility um, that is beautiful. But then there's an idea of humility that is also like at the cost of me being confident in what God has given me as his gifts and who he's created to me, me to be. Mm. So I find myself dimming my light a lot of times Mm. so that I don't come off Mm. as confident or so that I don't make people feel Mm -hmm. uh, like I'm boastful or make them feel less than. Um, I feel that. And it is such time. a disservice. Yeah. It's a, it's a self-sabotage almost. It's such a yeah. disservice to yeah. myself mm. Yeah. Mm. because the more I'm dimming my light, the more I'm pushing myself into a place where I am unseen. Mm. Um, the more I am pushing myself, putting myself in a corner, essentially mm-hmm. when I have, when I had free Rome and free territory mm. and it's to Ooh, protect well. someone else's pride. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Robbing wow. yourself of your own inheritance to protect Ooh, wow. someone else's yeah. pride. Jeez. Putting myself in a corner when I had permission to, to roam. roam and be free. Mm-hmm. Bye. Everybody grab mm. a hand. Nobody puts <laughs> baby in a corner, but oh, baby put but herself, baby put in, herself in the corner. Oh. And that's something that I'm I'm grappling Jeez. with now in life is that I'm realizing some of the things in my life, it's because I put myself in the corner. Ooh. It wasn't because someone mm-hmm. said X, Y, Z, or you cannot. Yeah. I felt like I was too much. Is this a, is this a new revelation for you? Yeah, this girl. Is this something new? Yeah, that's new new. This is that 2023 new. <laughs> it's, oh, wow. Dang. It's fresh. Oh, wow. It's real fresh. It's fresh. Mm-hmm. And then the question is, okay, God, what do I do with that? Mm. Also, mm-hmm. remind me yeah. who I am. Yes. Remind mm-hmm. me of the things that you've given me yes. that I cho- chose to forget. Choose choose to forget because I wanted to fit in Mm. into a system that I wasn't created for me to fit in. Mm. Or sometimes Mm. 
for I think for those of us that maybe grew up in the church, we have been taught humbleness, humility, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and we mistake that for hiding yeah. the gifting that we've been given. Yeah. We we mistake it for just like shrinking. Back. I I need to shrink yeah. a little mm-hmm. so it's not about me. Mm-mm-mm. And a lot of times, if we would use the gift to the fullness that we've been given, mm-hmm. then God would actually get the glory for sure. If mm. we did it, mm. like we just forget that part yeah. of it, and mm. it's so easy to shrink back from that. Is that so something that's what like that's an, an interesting point to me because is that I think all of us really identify with what you just said, mm-hmm. and is that notion of needing to kind of keep the status quo? So I'm gonna kind of dim my own light in order to mm-hmm. protect someone else's pride. Do you think that's uh, something that everyone experiences or is this something that, like with society, sy- systemic things, is this a systemic sort of um, uh, expectation that is upon women specifically mm-hmm. or black women? Yeah, I think it's across the board. I mean, whether, I mean, women in general, for sure, yeah. we're in a very misogynistic um society so like i mean we were only able to vote like in the 1920s mm. <laughs> like, you right. know what i mean like there's there's been such a slow progress when it comes to and and it's not even progress it's like okay this is what you're allowed to do yeah and mm. so if my person feels outside of those parameters there's a conflict mm. if i feel wow anything outside of the parameters of what you deem law mm-hmm. and fit for society yep there's a conflict yeah. mm-hmm. and there are ways that i need to function so that i fit into those parameters mm. hence the dimming of my light mm. and so i think it's it's all across the board um whether of course you know there's the systemic things that hold us back um, as um, people of color, but then there's also just like because you're a woman, yep. mm-hmm. because yep. you're on this side of town, or be you know there's so many there's so many things um, that that uh, keep us behind a boundary mm-hmm. because someone said so. Yes, mm. and we forget that we actually have that choice. Like like Candace was saying, like. I've accepted all of this work. I chose to take on all of this mm-hmm. stuff that I wasn't supposed to. Mm-hmm. I chose to put myself in the corner when I have freedom to mm-hmm. roam. Mm-hmm. We forget that we actually have a choice because of how humanity created these boundaries where no, you actually don't have a choice. You can only do what I allow you to do. Mm-hmm. But forgetting that as believers and who we were created by, even if you're not a believer, you were created by God. Mm-hmm. Like he's the only one who gets to tell you what you can and cannot do. And with that, he gives you free will. Mm-hmm. Right. Like he, he gives you parameters to protect you but he still gives you the free will to choose. Mm. Right. But we've allowed ourselves to like have that choice be taken away, mm. taken away. And it's like, oh, I actually am choosing to be overwhelmed. Mm. I am mm. choosing to not walk in freedom. Mm-hmm. Mm. I am choosing to not rest because I feel like I have to earn it. Mm. Wow. Goodness. I legit just keep hearing over and over. I had to learn that I had permission. Yep. Mm. I had to learn that I have permission. We have permission. Period. Period. To mm-hmm. be. Yeah. Like, because we were talking just even before we started recording, like, oh, what are some of the things we had to learn, unlearn? And I told Sharon, I had to unlearn that, or I had to learn or unlearn that black 
isn't beautiful. I had to learn that black is beautiful. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, but even with that saying black is beautiful, it's, I have permission to be beautiful. Like Mm -hmm. beyond anyone's standard, Mm -hmm. like to fit in my skin and feel beautiful in my skin. I have that permission. Yes. Inherently. Yes. Thank you. Inherently. Because I don't like when From people jump. go, I give you permission. You mm. can't give me permission because it's not yours to give. Mm-hmm. So I feel like we even need to change the language with, no, you have permission because of who you are and who God created you to be. Mm-hmm. I can't give you that permission. Yeah. Yeah. You have permission and authority. Yeah. Ooh. Okay, well, Candace. Regardless of the permission side, too. It's, yes. We have the authority, too. Yes. Period. Mm-hmm. Sorry, y'all. We Candace all flatline for a little everyone. bit. Let's go. Applause. <laughs> Applause. So listen, you Our have girl. inherent permission. And, and authority. authority. Walk in it, nephews and nieces. Mm. Walk in it. If you need a reminder that Ephesians 1, Ephesians 1 is a good one. 1 through 3, but like Ephesians 1, it's like you have access to every spiritual blessing in the heavenly realms. Mm-hmm. And then it goes through Jesus's authority in approximately verses 18 through 22 or something like that. And then chapter two says, but then he created you mm-hmm. and said, you were created for good works. Mm. And then chapter three is like, so that you can get mm. how much your love, how wide and deep and high is the love that God has for you through mm. Christ Jesus. Mm. Like inherently, inherently. authority. One thing about Sarah, she gonna remember some verses. She's she gonna, gonna remember know that. that she gonna know where it is. That and thing, we thank God right? For and she gonna I was spell like, it out for you. Yeah, yeah, I was like, I don't know where it's gonna go, but I'm a track, and it's gonna be right. <laughs> yep. Uh-huh. But the thing is, mm, just for, <laughs> I like that y'all said that because as soon as I finished it, I was quoting Kendrick in my head. I got loyalty, got royalty inside my DNA. <laughs> Get it? Hey. Anyway, mm-hmm. permission rights, got it. But. The reason I know that scripture is because I had to cling to it like a lifeline Mm. when everything around me said the opposite. And it's when Psalm 119 comes real where it says, keep that word in your heart, on your mind, everywhere. Mm -hmm. Because like we're talking about unlearning, one of the ways that I've unlearned is to combat what I believe with the truth of what God says. Mm. That's it. Mm, mm. Mm. There's a tool right there. Yeah. Goodness. And then to have community around to tell you you're being stubborn. I mean, <laughs> and that's the beauty of us because there's been so many times where we have sat in the um the repercussions of us choosing to be the opposite of who we are. Mm-hmm. Wow. Or us choosing to make choices that would cause us to dim our light. Mm-hmm. And there has been so many different moments or us choosing to accept a standard of beauty mm-hmm. mm. that how can one standard of beauty apply to seven, eight billion people? How? It's crazy. Um, but it's, it's amazing. It's, it's a slow burn. The, the things that you, that you ingest, that you, that you believe are true. Yeah. Mm. And, um, We've all had these moments where we've all sort of come to a head with someone in the group where we would say something that is just outrageous mm-hmm. about ourselves. Mm-hmm. I mean, just today, every single one of us has had that moment. Literally, because <laughs> we say this crazy yeah. stuff uh-huh. and we're just like, and because it's safe, I think we also feel the safety to just say those things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
um, that would just stay in our heads and we'll say these things and someone will catch and say, mm. what the heck did you just say? Or Melinda will just go, don't be dumb. Yeah, Melinda's good for, uh, are you dumb? Are you dumb? Are you dumb? <laughs> yeah, she's good for that. We all she had a, that moment for sure. Okay. But the beauty about, <laughs> no, but it's, no, it's so it's amazing. All, it's so, so good. I've never forgotten it. So it. Are you dumb? It's so needed. Because it's what you need. You almost need, need to become a, a strict parent. You need to snap yeah. out like, of it. Like, you need to yeah. snap out of it. Like, out. it's, and then you get a gut check, like, oh my gosh, why did I say that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why am I thinking this way about myself? And it's such an encouraging thing that we're able to, because there's a safety and because there's this relational equity, um, like uh, uh, Sharon said last week, uh, you can't withdraw where you haven't deposited. And we've each deposited into each other. Um, immensely and deeply Mm. that we have the authority to speak and to call things Mm -hmm. out um, that aren't, that aren't true, that aren't in line with who we see each other as, who God sees us as. And that's been a, also a beautiful thing to help quicken the unlearning because sometimes it just happens and you, it's just a way of life. Mm -hmm. You're not even thinking that what you're saying is detrimental to your future Mm, and that it is squelching um, possibilities f- wow. for yourself. I mean, I'm speaking to me. <laughs> I ain't talking to y'all. I'm talking, speaking to me. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's been such a beautiful thing. And I've had so many moments where I've had to be called out yeah. and I had to not be stubborn and I had to humble myself and receive that and then walk away and think, Oh, dang, I think she right. I hate that she right. (laughs) (laughs) But she's absolutely right. And now what can I do to partner with the words of love and life and encouragement that this friend, this person, these girls have given me so that I can see myself the way that they see me Mm. in certain aspects of my life Mm -hmm. where Mm. I see myself as less than. Mm. Um, And so that's been the beauty of unlearning things as you get older because you become wiser and you see things and you think, oh, this is dumb. Let's do something different. But then unlearning things in a group, mm-hmm. in a community of women or whatever community you're part of, it it's it's different because it's tailored in a love that you didn't expect. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's packaged in a grace that you didn't think you were worthy of receiving. Mm. And so... Sarah, sorry. Don't cry. Do Sarah, not cry. Not yet. You can cry. You can go ahead and cry. I'm done. I'm I done. have a no. grace and a love for you right now. <laughs> there, there. No, because I'm just like hearing Kalint. Kalint. Wow. Names are. I'm just hearing Corinne speak, and to be honest, like Corinne. I don't, I hope you know that you're the anchor of this group. Mm -hmm. Like we were all friends with you individually Yes, and you, you brought this together. Yes, you did. Like it's, it's you, bruh. Mm -hmm. Like (laughs) you're the boss. You're the beautiful, intelligent woman. You're the Mm -hmm. woman of God. You're the one who like literally creates space Mm -hmm. for people to come and be healed Mm -hmm. and be loved. Like you are the one who has has open arms for everyone who goes out of your way for everyone who creates soup out of nothing (laughs) not for everyone like how you be doing that that was a delicious behind soup celery she had a stalk of celery but you don't just do it 
in this group. Nope. Yes. Do it in so many different yeah. aspects of your life. Like 100%. all of your friend groups. When I when I show up to something that you're having, it's because <laughs> I know all the people yes. about to be good because they're <laughs> friends with you, mm-hmm. right? Yep. You, you are the anchor in so many circles mm-hmm. that we get the honor of being a part of. Yeah, 100%. That's just what you do. And then you feed us at the same time. At the same time. It is a gift. A gift. For sure. Mm. Thanks, guys. You feed our souls and our bodies. Oh, you do feed our souls. Thank you. You do. Because you're so kind. I love you. Thanks, Kalin. We love you, Kalin. Thanks, (laughs) Melinda. Wording is hard. Yeah. (laughs) That's okay. We all have an alter ego now. Anything else? What are things that... There it is. What are things that you guys are currently unlearning? Oh, God. Like, Mm. if you could just think... Or even in your... You're in the midst of it. I know we share different things that we've had to unlearn. Um, But, you know, if you're not learning and growing, you're dead. So, Mm. obviously, Mm. you guys are out here. So, what are some things that you're having to let go of? I mean... In this moment, I'm I'm learning that I am worthy of unconditional love. And mm. I, I don't think I've felt that for one reason or another just as life has gone on. But I just haven't felt worthy of really being loved well. Mm-hmm. And I didn't I didn't realize that me feeling unworthy was stopping it from coming my direction. Mm. And I think, um, I think I'm (laughs) trying, sorry, but I think I'm just um, in the midst of unlearning. Um, And it is a slow and sometimes painful work, but it's a beautiful work um, as I'm just kind of peeling away layers Mm -hmm. of feeling undeserving. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's what I'm, and whoever told you you were not worthy of being loved needs to be roundhouse kicked in I the I think it might be face. myself. Um, mm. oh, don't, so please don't, don't kick don't, me. Don't but kick me. I, don't do that. I think different mm. things in life have mm-hmm. yeah. informed that for sure. Mm. Um, different different things that I've lived through and um, gone through. But I, I also think like I've just taken that as truth. I think sometimes we take things on ourselves as we've talked about. And I, I think that every time something happens, I'm like, Oh, that proves it. Mm. That proves that mm-hmm. I'm not worthy of that. Mm. And so mm. I think it's just stacked on itself. And so I'm having to peel it away layer by layer, but there's some beauty underneath that. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, hmm. I think my focus this year is learning how to let go of control. Mm. And we, like I say that, and I've heard that, and I've said it before, but um, it's so, it's such a weird thing. So before this present moment, just in past years, God and I have had a conversation about the difference between hoping for something and putting your hope in something. Mm. And I'm like, okay, my hope can only be in Jesus while I wait for things that I hope for. Mm. And last year I got a big 
whopping dose of disappointment mm. and um, towards the end of the year and it kind of knocks mm. me on my butt a little bit and um, still dealing with that uh, just in my heart and I remember starting the year I'm like man I'm just ready I'm ready for these things to happen and this and this and this I'm just going to go for it and I have to learn the difference between going for it and taking control of the story. Mm-hmm. And legit at the start of this year, I'm like, all right, God, I give you back the pen. Mm-hmm. I give you back the pen. You get to write this story. I'm still going to show up. Mm-hmm. I'm still going to be obedient. Um, because I like to throw like fits with God. I like to be like the kid in the middle of the grocery store pounding his fist like I didn't get my way, so mm-hmm. I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, there's grace, <laughs> but come on, baby girl, get it, get your butt out the store. Um, but yeah, I'm just learning what it looks like to give myself permission while at the same time letting God be in control of the situation while at the same time have hope being based in Jesus while at the same time letting go of disappointment mm. while at the same time having grace for myself. Mm. Mm-hmm. It's hard out here, y'all. Mm-hmm. It's hard out here for him. That's so hard. <laughs> I'm not mad about it. At all. At all. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Um, I'm learning a lot at this moment and point in time in my life. But I guess the thing that is the freshest for me, where where I think I'm making progress, <laughs> is um, learning how to feel disappointment, but not settle there. Because mm. apparently I had pitched a tent. Mm. Mm. And I was camping out Mm-mm. and I was unaware and that led to unbelief. Mm. So I'm learning how to feel disappointment, not settle there, how to have belief, how to have faith um, and learning forgiveness and how to release anger. That's beautiful. Ah, yeah, lots, lots of things. So, I mean, a lot of other things I'm learning, but I would say that right now, that's probably what, um, what's the most prominent for me. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. I, shoot, man, I feel like I'm learning a lot and I'm learning a lot, um, in this point in time in my life. And I think one of the things um, that I'm learning is that I don't have to let things happen to me. Mm-hmm. Like I'm actually in charge. I have more control, more authority um, than I give myself credit for. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, it, again, it goes back to dimming my light. Mm-hmm. Um, and learning how to be kind to myself. Um, I have a huge, 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 huge inner critic. Mm. Um, before I even put the pen to the paper, I already have a hundred negative things coming at the front of my mind, Mm. um, as to why I shouldn't, couldn't, wouldn't. 
And um, I'm learning that I don't have to let that happen. I, I actually have control over what I think and control over what I say over myself mm-hmm. um, and control over what I choose to believe about myself. And so I am in this season where I'm learning how to cooperate with God and allowing him to um, reframe my thinking about myself, but also, hey, God, can you remind me again? Because along the lines of hustling, living, trying to get to the next ladder, I've lost myself and I've forgotten why you fashioned me the way that I am and put me on this earth for a purpose. I've, I've lost sight of that. And I need to let some things go so that I can fill those spaces up with the right thoughts and the right truths about myself. And it also frames how I see you guys, how I see the world. Um, because it's, it's very easy to fake it till you make it. Um, but after a while, it is a pit that you can't get out of. Um, without <laughs> some supernatural help um, and, of course, communal help. Um, so I am learning to be kind to myself. I've never in my life been kind to myself. I've been quite harsh. Ooh, I'm getting emotional. Um, I've been quite harsh, and it's been to the detriment of... Uh, of some things, but there's hope. And to anyone listening out there who is, has a very harsh, strong inner critic who doesn't even know what it looks like to be kind to themselves, to be kind to their stories. Um, it starts with, I don't know. I just started with saying one nice thing about myself. I would be like, let's find something nice about you. You know, it's one thing to have a lot of people say things and it's beautiful and it does touch me, but it means nothing if it, if I don't believe it. And I started this practice where I would, I would choose to say something nice about myself. Like today, you know, it could be very like superficial, like, Hey girl, you look good. Like you look nice today. This is a cute little outfit. And then it's progressed into actually Corinne, you're very intelligent and what you say matters and it shifts things and it changes things and people listen. And so it's still a journey. There are days where I'm like, want to regress and, and go back and say all these negative things. But I've seen so much light and life has just opened up for me so much more as I've changed my speech mm-hmm. and as I've chosen or yeah, as as I choose positivity, as I choose the opposite about what I feel, mm-hmm. um, going beyond my feelings and just sticking with truth. And it's it's been a game changer. And so I'm still in the midst of my unlearning. But you can start very small. You know, look at yourself in the mirror and find something nice to say. And if you can't find something nice to say about yourself, maybe find something nice to say about something you did. Mm-hmm. Um it's very practical, and uh, I um, encourage you guys to be kind to yourselves. We all need you. We need each other, and you're carrying something that someone else um, might be. Their life depends on it, you know, whether that's encouragement, whether that's hope, but be kind to yourself. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So good. That's great. Thank you for sharing that. Love you guys. Um, 
I really could have said everything that you guys said. Um, I think the biggest, I think what I'm learning right now is I've been in such survival mode for the last few years. Um, and it's probably gone on longer than I knew it did. And I think survival mode has just, survival mode has made me, it's dulled my senses a little bit. Um, it's dulled my passion. It's dulled just like that spark of life. And I, I know that that season is changing for me, which I'm happy about. Um, but I, I, I don't know what I'll find. Like coming out of, of survival mode and coming out of maybe even a season of like mental unhealth and coming now into a season of healthiness, spiritually, emotionally, physically too. Um, I'm, I feel like I'm learning how to like relive in in this moment and in yeah. with with where I am now versus even a few years ago it's it, there's a lot of new to discover mm-hmm. um and so I'm I, I've I've felt like maybe disappointed a little bit that things maybe aren't different but like right now like t- today I'm actually excited for like the hope of what's to come and I could feel like my faith even being stirred back up. Um, and I'm excited to to have something specific to look forward to and to pray for and lean into now that like my, my I'm getting some life back in me. Wow. Is I guess what I'm learning. <laughs> so that's my season right now. Thank you for sharing, Ken. Mm-hmm. Thank you. <laughs> Sarah's just over here. Sarah's crying. been gone for, for about 25 minutes. Those keeping yeah. count, I did not make it through this without crying. Um, I, think, okay. I think we all lost count. I think yeah. we just yeah, we we gave gonna up count on count. count. <laughs> but thank you so much. We ain't going to count you. And this, no, go ahead. I just was going to say this whole conversation has yeah. just reiterated how much I love y'all and how much I'm grateful for y'all. And I don't take for granted that we get to and we can feel safe to be vulnerable here. Yes. Like it's, I don't take that for granted. And I just love y'all. Love you too. Love, love you. you too. We love you too. And we hope that this has been helpful to you, regardless of who you are, where you're from. Um, we're your aunties. Mm-hmm. And we hope that this has been helpful. So nephews and nieces, (laughs) until next time and beyond, be kind to yourself Mm. and others. Love yourself and others. And spend some time and figure out what you need to unlearn and what you need to learn. And let us know. We love y'all.